Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Friday, January 8th. S&P futures are rallying about 11 points. That's about 30 basis points. The Nasdaq futures are up about 50 points. That's about 40 basis points. Europe's major indices are up about 50 to 60 basis points overall. You are seeing some profit taking in the cyclical value groups, which have um, experienced very strong gains throughout the week. So autos, basic resources, banks are all seeing some mild selling. You're seeing um, very strong performance in tech that follows um, a pattern in the US yesterday where tech also outperformed. So the European tech index is up over 2%. Asia generally finished higher, although there is uh, there was some mild weakness in mainland China. So you know, once again, the market, the the media is focused very much on the events of Washington, the implications of everything. A lot of talk about the Twenty Fifth Amendment and impeachment, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I think the market is largely ignoring all that. I think that's, um, I think it's justifiable as well. You know, Trump will be gone in less than two weeks. He's not going to be impeached, or he will not be successfully impeached, and that there will not be a conviction in the Senate. Keep in mind, the Senate is has gone home, and they will not be back until um, I believe the day before inauguration day. Um, you know, so I think a lot of this talk at this point in time, you've seen some resignations. You had two cabinet officials resign, uh, transportation, education. I don't think you're going to see, um, you know, a Mnuchin or a Pompeo resign. You know, there's only two weeks to go, less than two weeks to go. Um, you know, so I think the market is looking on what comes next. So specifically, um, there's a lot of talk about what Biden's specific economic agenda will be. So, you know, it seems pretty apparent that he will be focusing his initial 100 days on economic revitalization, um, but it's not clear exactly what that means as far as spending proposals and tax proposals. There are a couple of articles that are already beginning to talk about um, some of the policies that he will be proposing, but I, I think you're going to see more detail um, emerge around a lot of those themes and trends going forward. So, you know, there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, passing the $2,000 stimulus check. So that would be an incremental 1400 in addition to the 600 that was already passed last year. Um, you know, some state and local aid measures, et cetera. I think at this point in time, it's going to be very difficult to get another, you know, half trillion plus dollar stimulus bill through absent, uh, you know, complete collapse in, um, you know, the economy and or, uh, you know, a dramatic shift or dramatic worsening in, in the medical outlook. Um, so I think that's obviously one big theme. The other major theme is the extent to which the Fed starts to shift its messaging at all, um, given what's occurring in markets, given that you are seeing an increase in rates, steepening of the curve, surging stocks, surging cryptocurrencies, et cetera. Um, you are beginning to hear at the margin, certain Fed officials start to um, you know, at least contemplate later in 2021, um, altering some of their policy steps. So specifically on QE, that's the real wild card. Um, you know, I think it's safe to say ZERP, zero interest rates will be in place, you know, well, probably into 2023. But um, buying $120 billion worth of assets at this point in time, given what markets are doing, may become increasingly inappropriate. And I think um, you're going to hear a lot more about that from the Fed. And again, it's not the case that a tapering is imminent, uh, imminent rather. But I think you are going again see Fed officials start to talk about um, possibly dialing back that 120 billion. So that is going to be, um, you know, a major theme throughout the um, first and second quarter of 2021. You are going to hear a speech today from Clarita, the Fed Vice Chair. So he may shed some light on how the Fed is thinking. Again, there's no imminent shift in policy, but it's just more around messaging. So if Clarita contemplates out loud, um, you know, 
possibly tapering later this year, you know, I think that could create some anxiety in markets. Um, so those are the big themes. Again, the, I, I think the market um, it has moved on from what occurred in Washington and, and you know, very much is looking towards the Biden era and the implications of all that. Um, as far as major incremental news for this morning, there isn't too much really to talk about as far as markets are concerned. Um, yet a couple of economic numbers, none of them are too important. Like I said before, some more chatter about just the Fed. Bostic, um, the Atlanta Fed president, has been just talking about how the Fed may be tapering earlier than anticipated. You know, again, I think he's not necessarily speaking for the consensus right now, but that again, that that line of reasoning is certainly something to be watching uh, going forward. Um, you know, in articles. A couple of articles about Biden's economic agenda, the salt deduction, et cetera, state local aid. Um, again, there's there's nothing too specific though um, showing up in the media as far as um, you know the precise language of uh, legislation going forward. Um, Micron earnings last night were solid, beat their pre-announced levels for the quarter. They got it above the street. The messaging on the call was bullish. Um, so that has semiconductor optimism that has helped semiconductor stocks in Asia and Europe this morning. Although I would note that the Samsung Electronics preliminary Q4 um, revenue and profit figures actually fell a little bit below expectations. Samsung surged seven percent in Korea, um, largely because of Micron, not necessarily because of its own figures. Hyundai Motor surged nearly twenty percent um, uh, on chatter that it could be helping Apple as Apple moves into the auto industry. So, um, but keep in mind, there was a separate Bloomberg article talking about how the Apple auto initiative is still very much in its early stages, probably at least five plus years away from actually having a product on the market. Um, a couple of other smaller um, pre-announcements and profit updates, both in the US and in Europe, uh, a couple of M&A announcements as well. Everything is in the piece this morning. For the Friday calendar, like I said before, Clarita speaks at 11. That is probably going to be the most important macro event. The jobs reported at 30. Um, you know, I think it's unlikely to kind of shift sentiment material one way or the other. The street print estimate is around 50,000 ads. I think whispers are looking for downside to that. Remember, the ADP on Wednesday was pretty soft at 100, uh, negative 123,000. So if you see a negative print on ADP, that I'm sorry, if you see a negative print this morning on the BLS, that probably won't shock anyone. Um, you know, I, I, I suppose one could make the case that if it is a negative print, that could help make the case, that could help Biden make the case for more fiscal stimulus. Um, but again, I think I think most people are kind of looking past January, February, March. Um, they assume that you are, you are going to see some setback in the data, just given what's occurring on the COVID front. Um, and it's just more a case of, do you see a recovery after March when the vaccine, the vaccination process is really... Um, you know, is really accelerating. So, like I said, I doubt the jobs report this morning is really going to shift things materially. Although, if it were very strong, um, you know, I do think that would raise some concerns again about the Fed, um, you know, altering its messaging around quantitative easing. Um, just looking into next week quickly, the big focus will be on earnings. So, you have um, the Q4 season begins formally next week. Friday is the big day, the 15th. So, you have banks. Uh, Citigroup, JP Morgan, PNC, and Wells Fargo. Um, that will be the major area of concern. I'm sorry, the major area of focus next week. I'll be shooting around later um, just some thoughts on the Q4 season and then um, previews for the bank specifically. So that is everything for this morning. Thank you for listening.